Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and today we have a topic that I've been very, very excited to speak about for a long time, and it's actually surprised me. It's taken so long to get to it. It's YouTube, and it's weird because, you know what? I recommend YouTube to everyone, and I haven't yet gotten around really to digging into the nuts and bolts of YouTube with all of you fine listeners. For those of you returning, thank you for listening once again. For those of you who are new, welcome. I hope you find some value, even if... Even if you're not a beginner, even if you're a novice, or perhaps even when you're an expert in this field, oftentimes I'll find little bits and pieces I could stick into my little toolkit that I hear from other places. So stick around because I may have some interesting things for you today. But basically, this is going. This episode is going to cover YouTube, why you need to be on YouTube if you aren't already on YouTube, and why haven't I really spoken about YouTube? Well, one. There's just so many big umbrella type topics such as blogging and podcasting and social media and emails, ebooks, all my big pillars, right? The five pillars of content marketing. And you're wondering, where does YouTube fall into all of that? And actually, it kind of ripples across all of those platforms, or it can, I should say, because the big thing with YouTube is obviously it's video. But for those of you who have been wanting to get into podcasting, I spoke about podcasting a few episodes ago. And if you don't know exactly where to start and you don't have much of a budget or anything else, you can actually do a podcast on YouTube and it'll cost you nothing. YouTube costs you nothing. It can cost you a lot, but It can also cost you nothing. And a lot of times you have the tools right in front of you in order to get on YouTube. If you say, well, Joe, I don't really want my face on video or anything like that. Trust me, I have done even just audio podcasts alone that just have like a simple graphic rather than a full-fledged video. And this might get a little, uh, you know, in-depth because you're dealing with video. But you don't need anything that's like this fancy editing software or anything like that. You can actually just speak into a microphone like I am right now. This podcast itself actually is simulcast on YouTube where about 30% of all of my listens, and it really depends because there's like a couple of podcasts that I'm involved with that YouTube actually supersedes even iTunes as far as listeners and how many listens there are per episode. So you'd be very surprised at how many people actually jump on YouTube. If you've ever heard of like YouTube Red and YouTube for like music, you know, if you go to try and use it in your, let's say in your car and you're using Bluetooth, they want to charge you for ads to listen to, you know, in order to download the music for offline use or to not have the app constantly open and running just in the background like a Apple Music or Amazon Music or something like that. People listen to audio content on YouTube. Another thing that's kind of strange, too, as I jump into this probably cart before the horse here is that a lot of people also just read off of YouTube. Maybe they don't have headphones at their desk or something like that. So there's all kinds of different YouTube viewers out there. And that's why you need to be there because it's one of the it is the largest platform for video, obviously. And video kind of falls into all kinds of categories because you could put a video within one of your blog posts. 
I just mentioned the podcasting. Uh, podcasts are not only just hot, they're also hot on YouTube. You can actually, more than likely, even double or better your uh, follower base, your audience, just by taking a file that you already produce for a podcast and putting it on YouTube. Or in the event of you're just getting started and you don't know where to start, YouTube is a great place to get to just be on, period. It's one of the most visited websites in the world. I believe it's currently third, actually, just behind Google and Facebook, if that gives you the kind of idea there. And of course, Google or their parent company they renamed Alphabet owns YouTube. And that does a lot for you with when it comes to your SEO or search engine marketing, your search engine optimization. Listen, it is a huge search engine. And because Google and YouTube are basically playing in the same sandbox, when you put a video on YouTube, it's going to show up high and rank high on Google search, as will your channel if it happens to catch fire. There's probably a better chance. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before on this program, but a lot of people get disheartened because maybe their website doesn't do this whiz bang traffic that they believe it's supposed to. But the chances are that a higher authority type of website like a Facebook or a YouTube or even a Twitter account is going to rank higher in search and then lead back to your website. And that's precisely what you want to leverage YouTube to do. So just just boiling right down and getting into it, one of the reasons you want to get on YouTube is because of all of that traffic. I mean, there are Billions of videos that are watched daily, I believe there's somewhere about four or five billion, whatever the current statistics are right now. And it's it's everywhere. YouTube's on phones. Uh, even my five-year-old uses YouTube. You could you have it up on the TV if you have one of these streaming sticks. It is literally anywhere and everywhere you go. And it is the, it's the authority place to go for you to be an authority on a subject. So, I mean, setting up a channel isn't very difficult if you've never done it before. If you have a Google account or you create one, you just go and you fill in the details. And you make sure everything's filled out. They even go, I believe, with like one of these little percentage progress things that tells you put in a logo and put in this and put in that. And all those details are very vital and important to doing this because number one, you always want to look professional. Remember, one of my mottos is I I like the 80-20 rule. I like being uh, good. I love, uh, you know, even being great, but you don't have to be perfect on some of these things. You just have to kind of look like you know what you're doing. And I've always spoken highly of video. Uh, If you use video now, of course, YouTube, you know, being a competitor with uh, Google, that is, who owns YouTube, being a competitor with Facebook and some of these other platforms. Sometimes the YouTube stuff doesn't show up as highly when you reshare on Facebook or something like that, but you really don't want to have, don't have to worry about that right now. But the videos themselves, video content, no matter where it is, gets more attention. I've spoken about this with spoken word type content, like a podcast. I mentioned the benefits of podcasting. People will infinitely listen longer to a podcast than they're willing to read an article. Well, this same type of rule kind of applies to YouTube as well, because people are going to listen and or watch much more than anything that you might write. And of course, if you've written uh, on a topic, not everyone's going to your website to read it. You're going to have advocates that read and listen. You're going to have some that only listen. That's why like Audible and the audiobooks type field, that industry is booming because people listen 
listen to the content, you know, we're naturally, you know, we're lazy people, right? And you're just making it much more easier for people to not only find you, but get to know you. And that's one of the things that video can do for you. Specifically on YouTube, you may find a niche of which hasn't been filled, believe it or not, even with millions of people and millions of channels out there, you may do something better than a competitor, or you may at least be I don't even want to say like an alternative, but a companion piece as well, because you know what, when people are interested in a specific topic, they're going to have their favorites that they go to, but it doesn't mean they just go to one person. You know what I mean? You think about it. Do you really go to a restaurant and only demand Coca-Cola if they serve just Pepsi? I'm sure if you're a soda drinker, you're just going to be completely fine with Pepsi. There's going to be some people who will bulk, just give me a water and that's okay too. But you know, for the most part, don't worry about where this audience Audience is going to come from because when you have good and great content, the rest of that, you know, that's where I, someone like myself comes in, helps refine your channel. You continue to learn and grow. You just need to get off the ground with, with video and or audio content and getting on YouTube first. And of course, one of those things is not only, as I say, proving that you're an expert in your field. I mean, even if you just have if you're not doing something that's service oriented and you have a product, this is a great place to show your product as well. And if that product is unique, trust me, it's going to stand out. Another thing too with video, you may not realize, but if you're already producing some of these collateral materials, such as like a TV spot, this is a great place to rehash that and put that there. Well, a lot of people like just randomly watch commercials, maybe depends on what it is, why they might be watching it, but you can also leverage YouTube in different ways that I'll get to here just a little bit later in the episode. But of course, the biggest thing is that YouTube and Google play well together. If you ever do a search for anything these days, you'll notice that video is right at the top of the page and that's where you want to be. So getting onto YouTube helps you take advantage of some of this. Another thing that helps too is, is if you have a website and you're not paying for like this big dedicated expensive server with these, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month type deal, YouTube helps offload some of that video from your website. And what you can do is, is you could host the video over on YouTube, embed it on your own website. And then, you know what, you're not taking up server space, you're not eating up bandwidth, you're not taking up precious resources that might crash that computer. And then other people are trying to come to you can't. So keep that in mind. And as you're doing that, you're putting your eggs in other baskets, you're jumping into other circles, which overlap. And now you're also hitting the YouTube audience as well. And you never know who's going to arrive at your website, not realize that you have a YouTube channel, click on your video and arrive at the YouTube channel and look at the other videos that you have. And it's just, it all comes full circle. It's such a great idea. And of course, uh, don't forget too, that you could do certain things when you set up your YouTube channel, such as associating your .com name with that. You want to put it, that in and fill out all of the information. You could do the same with social media platforms on there. You're just giving people just many more ways to all roads leading to Rome, as I like like to say. So that's one thing. Uh, obviously with YouTube, YouTube's a little bit different than my gripes with like a Facebook or a Twitter. When you post something on Facebook, I mean, you post it, you see something that someone posted and then you talk about it three days later, you're at dinner or something and you're talking with friends or family and, oh, there was this really funny joke that someone posted. And then you try and go back and find it. 
And I mean, for being in the moment, Facebook, not too bad. The content lasts a little bit longer than Twitter, which is pretty much instant. It's like your newswire on Twitter. And it's why both of them drive me crazy at times because you you don't control that. You don't necessarily own it. It's not like everything uh, goes to die on the vine there, but it really does. I mean, after a few days, it gets pushed down the page and it's not seen as brand new by other people unless you put some advertising dollars behind it and let it run. But even when you do that, really, are you doing it for how long? A few days, a week, uh, probably not even a month, right? So here on YouTube, your content's not just going to wither away. If you put something up and it's a valuable video, how to use this widget or how to do this, what's going to end up happening is even this uh, very episode that I'm speaking on right now, it's available for someone six months later. They're going to do a search and find the topic. However they do it, Google on YouTube itself within its own search engine, it's going to come up. And, you know, obviously if the information is still relevant, it's not going to die. It's not going to expire. So, I mean, anything that you have when it comes to uh, that physical product, it just doesn't evaporate into the ether, okay? And as I mentioned earlier, if you're already writing like a, a blog post or you're doing a podcast or something like that, all of these things can be repurposed and put onto YouTube very easily. Even PowerPoints, for that matter, can be converted into a vi like a video slideshow. So uh, very, very unique type of platform. That's why I said it kind of falls under, you know, every single umbrella. And I, I say it's really social media itself, but your your blogs can end up on there in, in an audio format, your podcast, obviously. But even when you're trying to build an email newsletter, or you're speaking about selling like an ebook, these are products that are or things that you could drive people to in addition to, of course, your business brand or website. So keep all of that in mind as well. Uh, I mean, Obviously, with YouTube having such a large amount of visitors, another thing that is an advantage to being on YouTube is just growing your audience. And you could do so worldwide because YouTube's pretty much available everywhere. And it's just, it, it, it's amazing. Um, if, you're, if you struggle as, let's just say, with writing or anything like that, there are so many folks that are just out there, and it's just one of these things where, again, people only have so much time to read. But you would be surprised at how many English-speaking people there are worldwide. If you truly have something that's global, you will find people from all over. But it helps expand your reach, even in a local regional market and definitely uh, across the country. And it's just, like I said, billions of videos watched each day. You'd be very surprised with the results you may get just by being on YouTube. And when you refine some of these things on YouTube, too, and you're setting up like your first video, uh, just some tips even within that. You want to make sure that you have the right title for your content, the right description, but all of those things, of course, there's tags, there's keywords. When you have all of this together, it, it just creates a perfect storm because when people find value in you and you continue to use some of the other principles I spoke about in previous episodes about being consistent with your content marketing, you're going to build uh, even more value. You are going to position yourself as an expert and you're going you're gonna to be a source. You're going to be an authority 
on a topic, you're going to get people to subscribe to you, and that's going to help in all of the other facets, such as building your social media, building email lists, and also, hopefully, making some money, because there's a few different ways to do this with YouTube. Um, I mean, obviously, when you're if you're promoting something within YouTube or your video or you have a product or a service, this is how people, this is how you build trust with people. That's what I mean by being an authority. You build a, a rapport and, you know, it's a lot easier to do that when you hear somebody speaking, you see somebody demonstrating or, or sharing their knowledge of something. And then you go, well, you know what? This person really knows what they're doing. Uh, this is something that I feel comfortable purchasing or being involved in investing into. And what's even better is, is when you turn some of these um, listeners or fans or followers, you literally turn them into advocates of your brand or product. It's really cool. And you get to communicate with them. You're going to get to see a lot of comments. And as that YouTube channel grows too, guess what else? You may actually be you may dumb luck your way into this because I know a lot of people think who would ever watch this, who would ever listen to this. Don't, again, now I'm not one of the self-defeat people. You got to give it a shot in order to know. And if you end up being a YouTube partner, yeah, it might not replace like your normal everyday, you know, nine to five job, your your real income, but you might make a little bit of side hustle money there as well when you're a YouTube partner uh, running some of those ads. You see them all the time now, and that's kind of cool too. And uh, when you combined when you see some of these things, when you see uh, that people are watching, people are engaging with comments, people are subscribing, and you get you know a few cents, a, a dime or dollar or whatever thrown at you here or there. It feels very rewarding, and that momentum is going to also help drive you and keep you going as well. And it's going to help in all of your other facets with your content marketing because these folks are going to give you some ideas too as they ask questions, and it's just it, it's just a snowball effect, and it's a good snowball effect. It's a positive, and of course, the other thing I had mentioned too, uh, you know that. That's, of course, on the making money side. But, of course, the spending money side is, you know, I don't talk about this a whole lot. Here or there, I kind of gloss over, you know, Facebook ads and Facebook being one of the big sites. I'm not as big on the Google AdWords as I used to be, but there is a way of using Google AdWords with video. And you combine that either to show up higher in search on Google or the other option is you can actually run one of your videos and you want a short video. This is more or less for those of folks who have maybe like a short um, kind of thinking of the word I'm missing. I wanted to say infographic now, but uh, explainer video is really what it is. And if it's short, you know, we're talking like under a minute or something like that, because obviously the longer the video is and you're paying to promote it, the more it may cost you in order to do so. You're going to pay more for that advertisement. But if you have TV spots, you have commercials and things of that nature, and you know you got a 15-second spot or a 30-second spot here or there, it's extremely inexpensive to hit the largest target audience. I mean, just anybody that's in that kind of age group that you're looking at, like 18, 30, 35, like 20 to 35, you know, they're overwhelmingly on YouTube more than anything else. And I know a lot of people, they joke and they say, well, mom and dad are on Facebook or something like that. And, you know, Twitter, it's always the newest thing or Snapchat or this and that. Where do I spend my advertising dollars? Well, I've always been an advocate of Facebook for how, mo how many people you can reach for the dollar. But uh, let me tell you, 
YouTube is also a very good place if you have the content to put there. And it's going to help drive people to your product, your brand, your business, whatever it may be. Even if you're just running a podcast as like a side hobby, all of these same principles apply. So keep that in mind as well, that it's a very good advertising platform. You're probably maybe even works better than if you're into any type of traditional marketing such as TV or newspapers or magazine ads or anything like that. And there's always value in those different things as well. But I hope you've learned something today and discovered some of the benefits for being on YouTube and making sure that you have a YouTube channel. And just remember, if you, this is another one of these principles you want to go back to not stretching yourself too thin where all do you need to be when it comes to social media and creating content? My hope is is that YouTube isn't an extra stressor or strain, but at the same time, it can be the only thing that you're really on and the driver of everything else. So it's either it can be a complement or it could be a standalone. So I just uh, I'm always you know a proponent of maximizing your efficiency, maximizing your time and efforts. And I do believe for most of you out there, if you're already involved with wearing different content marketing hats, YouTube will be a great fit for you. Of course, if you have any questions, visit me over on my website at joekuzma.com where you'll find this and various more information to help you with your content marketing efforts. Until next time, I encourage all of you, don't forget to subscribe, but I also like to make sure that you are safe and I'll catch you later. Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.